This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. First of all, I have the candle lit before we started. Nice. So we're going to try something different this week. Listeners know that we've been lighting a candle as we've started the last few weeks. It didn't work last week. so It's two and one. Um, yes. When I was, before we introduced our lovely guest this evening, when I was texting back and forth with her to figure out a day and time for this interview, she asked, is this a video podcast? And I said... <laughs> Have you seen Raleigh? And I? <laughs> you, you talk about faces for podcasts, faces for radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, number one browse podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And we welcome on a very special guest, longtime friend of show, reoccurring guest, Miss Gab Cruz. Gab is the in-game host <laughs> for the Guardians. You can see her up on the Jumbotron at Progressive Field every night of the week during home games, during baseball season. She does video content for the Browns. She's on about a 50 commercials in Northeast Ohio on the television. Um, and above all that, she is the founder of Love Doesn't Shove, an anti-violence program that travels and goes around Northeast Ohio to middle schools and high schools to teach people uh, how to treat one another with respect. Gab, thank you so much for joining us. If I push you any of that, let me know. And how are we doing? Wow, what a sterling like. Uh, intro that was so nice. I mean, you keep adding stuff to your damn resume every time you come on this show. I got to keep adding more. <laughs> uh, I know I, I bounce around, I, I like to bounce around. Um, real quick before we hop in, I know that you're uh, in, well, actually, you're employed by both teams because you do the, the videos for the Browns. Um, did you hire a manager yet for the Guardians? Oh, I didn't. I did actually try to put my inside or you know i tried to put in a good inside word with who i wanted with um marcus alomar because we talked about him and his dad and he was even saying his dad didn't want to um go for the job but i know raleigh i think you were the one saying you you would have liked to see someone new anyway but i I didn't say that oh speaking of raleigh i forgot gab and raleigh are also technically co-workers because gab does um she co-hosts podcasts on the big play podcast network uh the big play reflog show as well as you're a producer for which other shows the hanford dixon show hanford dixon what a gem will you get him on this podcast (laughs) oh yeah i'm sure we can get him on um well i hope the god i hope some ticker on the tv tomorrow says you know breaking on some bum dogs of war podcast (laughs) guardians in uh in-game hosts 
uh, drops that Marcus Elmar might be the new manager. Um, obviously not. Everyone relax. Um, Gab, moving over <laughs> to the Browns, is this the first year you've been doing a video content for them? It is. And I really only got to do this sponsored stint. Um, it was preseason. And they've used me for a couple other things, which, which was actually really cool. I, I just feel really fortunate. But, yeah, this is the first time we just did, like, a preseason. We called it Browns by the Lake. And we um, we made, like, feature interview content. It was very good. If you haven't seen it yet, look at the Browns YouTube channel, folks. Um, let's see. My favorite one was probably Wyatt and Joel. Oh, yeah, they were good. Those two were just, they were meant for specials like that, for videos like that. And you know what's, what's funny about theirs was we started recording and it was, things were going, it was so funny. It was so organic and it was awesome. And then the producer said that we had to redo it because I think it was Wyatt's microphone wasn't working. I've been there. So I'm like, dang, we, we just had all this great content and now it's going to be kind of an awkward start. And so I will say that one really wasn't its A content. It was like w- right before that when we had shot almost a whole episode an prior a- to them being like, yeah, An microphone. A to the masses, a C to the people that were there. Welcome to the Dogs of War podcast That's where this happens, happens on a weekly past, basis. Yeah, it's happened the past two weeks. Knock on wood. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Um, <laughs> on a much more depressing and somber topic. How about them Cleveland Browns? Sure. Yeah, how about them Cleveland Browns? Um, how about them? Groundhog Day, y'all. Apparently, Deshaun practiced today. And as we were texting earlier, the word that was going around on social media was there was some zip, zip, zip. on his throat today. Amari said he thought that his, <laughs> he was throwing the ball much easier than he was the last few weeks. Guys, I'm so exhausted. I don't know... I, we're going to just keep doing this for a few more weeks, I guess. I hope not because we got the Ravens and Steelers coming up. But yeah, I don't know how we keep talking about it even. You know what I mean? It, it is like you feel like you're saying the same thing. You're every waiting week. every week on Wednesday. Is Deshaun going to practice? What's the fancy going to say? Spoiler, nothing. Hey, I want you guys to know, mostly our parents, making a podcast when you're in this type of QB injury purgatory is brutal. We try to keep it upbeat. We are. We're still upbeat. We're still kind of funny. Um, but man, if I hear somebody say zip on Twitter one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. When I was writing some notes down before this podcast, exactly what you just said. You know that scene in Waterboy where they're getting their doors blown off and it's halftime before Waterboy comes back mm-hmm. when the coach just pops his head out from inside the locker and goes, anyone have any ideas? <laughs> That's what I'm kind of like. It's like well, the same thing every single week. Uh, I'm memeing that, Kevin. That is a good... Good, good meme. There you go. Um, Anyway, can I ask you guys to – actually, let me say this first. This weekend, we're back at home after a couple weeks away. We got the 1-7 Cardinals coming in. We're favored. They have a fifth-round rookie, Clayton Toon, making the start. Maybe Kyler Murray. We'll see if he's back fully from his uh, long uh, recovery back from that ACL. If you guys would please repeat after me. Trap. Trap. Game. Game. Every this is this is that this is that damn Jets game from the last few years. This is everyone circles and says, "Oh, it's easy." Our guard is up. Our guard is up. Uh, uh, not to cut you off, they've been running the ball well, and we have been defending the run like shit. Anthony Walker brought that up in an interview today. I'm so like, he's on it. That's what I like to hear. Um, but yeah, wow. they need to maintain focus. 
and win this freaking game. I don't care who it is or like what the, the strategy. Cardinals, What's that gap? The Cardinals are one and seven. Yep. They gave Baltimore a good and game last week. They beat the Cowboys. And this has to be this has to be their QB three, right? It now because they traded Josh Dobbs to Minnesota this week. Clayton Toon is Oh yeah, I always forget Josh Dobbs is a, was a starter. Okay. Well, in any case, they're one and seven, and I just feel like this is should be um a must win and an easy No, win. don't you for say that. For any other organization in any other league in the history of mankind, yes. But again, and I feel like every time we go into this, was like, there's no way we could lose to the Jets. No way we can lose to the Cardinals. And first of all, let, let me hang on, hang on, hang on. I am fully confident in our abilities to blow this team out on Sunday, knock on wood. I am just merely saying this is that game on the schedule every year where we look at it. We're like, oh, no big deal. I'm not even going to worry about this game. Um, that's happened to well, us one, at least one game for the last several seasons. We are the Michael Jordans of losing <laughs> to the Jets and the Cardinals. Yes. They're one of the my favorite memes I've ever seen. We beat them last time. Uh, the Cardinals, no. we Unless we played them since 2019. I just remember going in 2019 and getting murdered. Uh, we met Emily Mayfield and, uh, and Annie. Wilkinson. Shout out to Wilkinson. Shout out, Annie. Mayfield. Shout out, everyone. Dave, Laurie, whatever. Um, the greatest meme I think I've ever seen that just speaks to me. It shows that like husband and wife in bed, and the the wife says, "What the guy turned over?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. and just I bet he's thinking about the division rival games coming up, and the guy's just whimpering. <laughs> please don't lose to the please don't lose to the Cardinals or the Lions, or please don't lose to the Lions and the Jets. And it's so 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 true. Plus, we got this QB purgatory thing going on. Uh Back to kind of reality, yeah. the state of the union, it seems like, oh, is Deshaun going to play? Is he not going to play? Oh, they should rest him for the Cardinals, or they should rest him so that he's full healthy for the Ravens. My thought is, if the doctor's saying that it's not going to get worse, put him in from a tune-up perspective of just get some reps, because I feel like the last thing any quarterback wants to do is go from not playing six weeks and then just starting against the best defense in the league. One of them. One of them. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know, we have to go to Baltimore next week and play the Ravens. You all know what time it is when it comes to that defense. Guys, I think he's going to start. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I know that people oh, try to armchair. We, we said this last week. People try to armchair manage, armchair GM, our armchair quarterback coach. I got to give Kev Stefanski a lot of credit. I mean, the cards he's been dealt this season, and he keeps figuring out a way. He called that game beautifully last weekend, minus that last couple of plays, but we're not going to go there. That's why we've already we're, we're past that. We're on to Arizona. He called that game beautifully. Um, I just think what he's been able to accomplish with everything that's gone on, injury wise, all this stuff, you know, off the field, on the field, it's been incredible. Um, Gab. I think Deshaun is going to start on Sunday. Um, I give him credit, too, because that guy is under more pressure than I can even fathom. I know a lot of people think, oh, $230 million, it means he's invincible from a physical and a mental perspective. I mean, the dude's human. Like, let's just keep it a bean. The dude is a human being. And today, I was sweating just watching the video, putting myself in his shoes. He had Jimmy and AB standing like 10 yards apart behind him watching every throw he made today. 
it's like why? It's just right? like what do you think? Like A B, sure. But Jimmy Well, Jimmy paid him two hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's like go home, Jimmy. Like, what are you doing for anyone? Like what wh- what is he doing? He's just he's just <gasps> getting in people's way. Gab, yeah, I feel the same way. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Yeah, I don't know. I see both sides to it. I, I, I feel that he, there's something odd about his presence or the way he's presented himself so far being in Cleveland and on our team. I don't get real leadership vibes from him. And then this whole like going back and forth about being first, like being on the wrong page with everyone means that he's isolating a bit, which is odd. And then he just does odd things and then isn't really a leader it doesn't feel i mean if i'm medically cleared give it more than things just don't add up i'd give it more than what he's giving yeah i just sounds like i just got yelled at by like a girlfriend or maybe even a wife gab you know you're isolating you're you're shoving gab yeah yeah why is he what are you what are you doing all weird like you can't talk to media and you can't and there's just weird we've done a lot of stupid things we being the browns organization over the last god knows how long this PR slash com plan they had for this whole thing is maybe on the Mount Rushmore of communication organizational errors of the last 20, 30 years. I'm not talking about play, drafting play. I mean, talking about just the behind the scenes, this stuff. Yeah. I mean, you talk about every week, it seems, since the injury, someone said with confidence, oh, he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He's just, you know, day to day is coming back. And then lo and behold, yeah. we're on three or four games now without him. So I'm with you 100%, Gab. Mm-hmm. It, and it's uh, – I'll try to do this recap quick. Basically, how it works, and nobody's really communicated this. Baker didn't even communicate this. And it's not necessarily the quarterback's prerogative to communicate it. Granted, he could do himself a favor here and there. But it's a three-party system, a three-party veto system. You got the doctor, the player, and the coaching staff. If one of those three says he's a no-go, then it's a no-go. But it seems like they're all in this weird neutral standpoint. And it's like, have a game plan or just make me think that you have a game plan and do it. Like if they said, yeah, we're going to play him on Sunday and he's going to be on a short leash. If he's not feeling it, we're not feeling it. We'll pull him out. No big deal. Make sure that. Nobody gets hurt, whatever. No picks are thrown because uh, he's been a turnover machine. This I, whole team's been a turnover I machine. I want to know who's been making the decision every week for him to to play or not play. He did own up, and I was like proud of him for this, even though it may not be true. I don't know. In an interview today, he said he declared that he was good to go for the Colts. And he jumped the gun and he said, that's on me. And that was maybe the first time I've heard him take ownership of anything. And I'm just going to roll with it and say, I'm proud of you, Deshaun Watson. You've grown as a man, as a person. Please beat the Cardinals if you're the one that plays. 
and every other game that you play. Again, any other team organization, I, I think is I maybe not. We're not maybe. Um, it might not sound like this. I think this is one of the most low tone, low energy podcasts we've ever done. And that is no disrespect or anything right. to do with Gab. I'm talking about me and you because this is the same conversation we've had. <laughs> I know. I'm like, guys, I'm not even, I'm there. I'm you guys. If you're going to, don't bring me into this. Okay. <laughs> she said it wasn't I, your fault. No, I said it's not your fault. I said it's nothing. You're not included. You're always happy and, and chipper and positive. <laughs> Raleigh and I try to maintain that, and we're usually very good at it. It's just right now it's, it's okay. Yeah. You're saying you guys it's been are, the same thing every single week. I don't know. I can't, there's not much else to say. Grieving. Time is a flat circle. Yeah. Time is a flat circle. But <laughs> again, one in seven. I mean, come on guys, please. They're please hungry. They're God. hungry. Run the ball. You said yeah. hats off to Stefanski and whatnot. I'm like, sir, just run the ball, run it down their throats. And people, there was a lot of criticism for the decision to, that last play when we had the butt wall that what was it three and two third and three third and three third and four something like that and uh that's when walker threw the pick it's like dude you're like oh well there were guys open well he's a one read quarterback like you should know who he is you're a one read quarterback the third down before that they ran like the same type of play and it was incomplete the only reason we got bailed out was because there was a uh defensive hold away from the ball but the game before that when we were on the goal line he almost threw two picks and it's like we have lived dangerously with trying to put the ball in pj walker's hand to win no disrespect to the guy love the guy he's a fighter he's a warrior but we got to know his limitations and when the when the running game is humming like make it their game to lose i'm back i got it oh yeah i got it oh yeah let's yeah, go and correct- Kareem was on fire, and then he didn't get a look the entire fourth that quarter. That was Kareem disgusting to me. Yeah, disgusting for a lot of things, specifically my fantasy team. But, hey, I'm back. I got it. What do you got? <laughs> when we go up 50 to nothing at halftime, we just get the bench to surround for the rest of the game. It'll be his tune-up game, knock off the rust, so we're ready to go for Baltimore and Pittsburgh. He's, this game, when we're up by yeah. 50 at half. He's silly if he doesn't play. Yeah, We sit him down. Don't need to risk that. Boom. Yeah, I like where your head's at. So we're done. Boom. Um, Side note, uh, Gab, I don't know if we've talked since this, but was it late summer when Raleigh here went home to Cleveland to see a Cleveland Guardians game and you found him and put him up on the Jumbotron, as you do between every batter pitch, probably a million times a game to do a game contest or what have you. And you made him try Mm -hmm. and I think do some math and he failed miserably. And it was one of the best, happiest moments of my life. That's not... Can we tell, can we release the secret, Gab, or no? How I cheated? Oh, yeah, I gave you the answers. Okay, so that was, here's my perspective. Gab came. Uncle Raleigh was about 15 barley pops deep. Yeah, I was was kind of hammered. Gab said, okay, meet here at like the top of the third or whatever inning it was. And they're going to give me trivia questions. And I'm like, can I have the answer? She's like, yeah, absolutely. And she goes, basically, just say yes, no, yes. And I'm like, okay. And so, Gap, do you know that you can't hear you? People cannot hear you when you ask the questions. It was, I like, I get it. If I'm directly next to you, yeah, it's a really weird thing, isn't it? Unless I get yelling. It was so bizarre because it was like me and you were talking before and it was fine, but it Mm -hmm. was almost like the microphone was sucking your voice away and you just 
like the stadium could hear you. I couldn't hear you. So I'm like, okay, she gave me yeah. the answers and I'm going to try to sell it. Like, I don't know what the answers are automatically. And then I'm like, thank God she gave me the answers because if she didn't, I could not hear what you were saying. So I was thinking about him and I had this thinking look on my face. And then like the questions, I, I oversold how hard I was thinking yeah, relative to like the difficulty <laughs> of the questions. But the bottom line is I won and I got a portable speaker and yep. I lost it immediately. So, and you also lost a portable speaker at Joe Thomas's house a few weeks ago. I am the king of losing portable Gab, speakers. Has anyone ever just broken down and wow. just cried? on the Jumbotron because they were so intimidated by you and the question? Uh, no, nah, not a crier, not a crier. We've had, you know, the deer in the headlights. (laughs) Yeah, like this guy right here. Actually, one of my favorites was we were doing Spot the Cow and I had this really cute little girl and she was all about it, so excited. And obviously it's the kid who's going to look for the cow using the camera. Well, at the very last second, she just, we, they cut to us. She looks dead in the camera and just runs off and says, no, nah, I'm too scared. So all of a sudden I had to fill 30 seconds and it was just me trying to find the cow. <laughs> and it was so dumb. And just making, I was trying to make reference to the little girl. Like I got it. I got it. I'm carrying the team force. But it was funny because the whole ballpark had to watch me play a children's game for 30 did, seconds. Did you but, find the cow? Yeah, no, I, I was sweating because I almost didn't. I never have to do that. And I'm just like, we're, you know, and I can't let this little girl down. Like, she's still got to win this prize. But, yeah, no, I haven't had a crier. I've just had an abandoner. She just, she split in a hurry. You you got to get, like, a million steps in during one of these games. Because you're in every section, every level, every part of this ballpark during a game. Yeah, I know we're not talking Browns right now. I don't care. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. I get my steps in. And yeah, you can talk Browns or whatever you want. This is your world, y'all. Yeah, but you're the guest. I get, I would say, I, I, I got a lot of steps in when I worked every day. I, I only do weekends now, so I'm not as, uh, they're not as astronomical. Ooh. Hey, well, question, mm-hmm. remind me, I think it's a yes. Did, didn't you, did you play in the, uh, play or just participate in the uh, Greg Newsom charity softball game a few months ago? Ooh. What? Oh, I I just participated, but funny enough, Greg really wanted me to play, but it was like the day before the softball tournament, he asked me, and they weren't able to get a jersey made. He didn't know that they had to make a jersey, Um, but we found out the day of, they're like, ah, we just don't have a jersey for you. So I was okay with that, though, because I would have been the only girl, but maybe next year I get to play. Gab, you were mad, rightfully so. They, I was mad. Yeah, I was bummed at first. But then, um, then I saw that it was all boys. So then I was like, yeah, that would not have if, even been a No, no, no. Because then all the pressure is on these pro athletes. If they're like, there's one female playing mm-hmm. in this game, those guys are horrified. Yeah, but no. Because you would out hit at least one of them. Oh, okay. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, some of these guys are very good. Some of them have never swung a bat in their life. <laughs> uh, fun fact about that day. I talked to, what was his name? Uh, the rookie cornerback, Newsom's best Cam. Mitchell. Oh, you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell this, and then tell the. We've never told the 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 other story. Oh, on this podcast. That's a and better then we'll story. Close out with this. All right. So back to back stories. All right. I'll tell them. But are they like Raleigh stories or like long drawn? Like out twenty stories? minutes each, or can we? I'll try to condense them. I'll try I don't care about the, the second okay, one. Cam Mitchell, Greg Newsom's best friend, also a quarterback. Excuse me, cornerback. 
Uh, I did an interview with him. I didn't post it because it like wasn't that awesome of an interview. My bad. But I asked him, how stoked would you be if you got a pick six before your best friend, Greg Newsom? And he goes, I would be so happy and he would never live that down. And this past game, there was a play where he jumped the route, he was whatever gone. it was. He was gone. The ball hit his hands. He would have been gone in the end zone. Browns would have won and he dropped it. It was still a great play, but it was like, damn it. That was it. Did I jinx that into happening? Wait, was this last week of the Colts game? That was last week. Okay. Yeah. Um, so who was the damn receiver? T.O.? T.O., thank you. So at this Greg Newsom softball event. Great rosters. Great roster. It's mostly. Sorry, Gab. It would have been better with you on it. Yeah. It would have been phenomenal mm. with Gab playing. So it's thank mostly you, Cleveland celebrities, like random fighter you'd never heard of. Uh, guys that played for the Browns. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was there. That was sweet. And randomly, Terrell Owens. And we're like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, me, Gab, and other people with media badges. That was so awesome. We had media badges. Um, yeah, I felt like a god. I'm asking around, like, what the hell is T.O. doing here? And people are like, I have no idea. And somebody goes, apparently last week, he played in a charity softball game in Philadelphia. And he loved it. And so now he's like all about charity softball games. So he comes and like there was a there was like a segment or a portion where you're allowed to talk to people. And T.O. is sitting on the bench. His arms are crossed and he's sitting very strong and he looks pissed. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to talk to T.O. Uh, Mr. Owens, could, could I do an interview with you go real quick? He goes, absolutely not. He goes, well, I was just, I'm like, all right, Dick. I go. I was just going to apologize. He goes, apologize. Apologize for what? He's pissed off. Because you never got to play for the Browns. And he almost smiled. The guy who he was buddies with next to him was dying laughing. T.O. just gives me the death stare. And I'm just like, well, see you later. And I walk away. And then he gets an at-bat. And he goes yard. And he just does like this bat flip. Like the coolest little like bat flip towards me. (laughs) But you can't do it with the swag that he did it. And I'm like. God, that was so oh, they awesome. Oh, this is backflip, not batflip. Batflip, batflip. Um, hey, T.O., uh, <laughs> I know you're listening. If you're coming to one of these charity events, you don't have to be, you know, Mr. Popular and make speeches. But if people come up to you, like, that's why you're there. Yeah. Uh, you'd think but it made for a great story. Thank you for icing Raleigh. I appreciate that. But yeah, lighten cool. up, my man. It's a charity event. And you'd think he, he's like 42 now. I would have thought he'd have mellowed out a little. 40-something. But it's like, <laughs> man, you are still very angry little elf aren't you um and you you never told me that i didn't know that that's so funny yeah it was awesome um we're already like 10 minutes past what i promised gab um gab thanks so much for hopping on and joining us i appreciate it very much please come back again soon no problem um yeah whenever you would like you guys are the experts (laughs) yeah that's we paid venmo on the way for saying that once again ladies and gentlemen you will have her contact info in the description although i don't know anyone in cleveland that doesn't already follow her or know who she is uh gab cruz in in hame in game host for the guardians at progressive field does video content for the Browns. she's on a million commercials founder of love doesn't show check that out big play and she's on big play she's a co-host on big play podcast gab thank you so much again for Gab, Thanks, for man. Raleigh, for myself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dogs War Podcast. Pre-game episode will be out today or tomorrow. Good night, Cleveland. Yeah,
Even Sunday you could see him arrive. He stood six foot two, weighed two twenty-five. Number thirty-two, he was better than the rest. Everybody knew that he was the best. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. For some quick mental health facts, let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.